Somebody give God a praise tonight. Come on, if you know he's in control, uh, somebody give him a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just need somebody to testify that understands uh, that the economy is not in control. That the government is not in control. That your circumstances are not in control. Uh, but God is in uh, control. Uh, come on, one more time, put your hands together and give God uh, your best praise. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Woo! Oh, I have about five or six people on the way to your seat. Tell them God is in control. Hallelujah. Amen. You excited to be in the house of the Lord on Sunday morning? Amen. You can be seated. I want to take a brief moment to say welcome today to every one of our guests that are here in the house of the Lord. Rock Church, would you help me? Let me use your hands and your voice for just a moment. Can we make the biggest noise possible? Uh, come on, help me welcome all of our guests into the house of the Lord today. If you are here for the very first time at the Rock Church, we want you to know what a privilege and an honor it is to have you here with us today. You are guests of honor. As a matter of fact, we have a VIP room. VIP stands for very important person uh, that is ready to receive you right after the service today. If you're here for the very first time, you should have received an invitation to that VIP room. And uh, if you're here this morning for the first time and you didn't receive one, if you would quickly just slip your hand in the air, somebody will bring one right to you this morning, one of our staff members. We want you to join us immediately after the service. We've got a small gift we'd like to give you and some light refreshments just to let you know uh, how much it means to us that you joined us this morning for worship. Amen. Somebody, would you put your hands together one more time to welcome all of our guests into the house of the Lord. Amen. Want to say how awesome it is to look up and see brother and sister Pope back at their second home this morning. Come on, help me give God a praise for this great man and woman of God. Always, always so incredible to see them here in the house of the Lord. And uh, we're excited about that today. I've got just a couple of things. Again, this Sunday is All Nations Sunday. We're going to have an amazing time in the Holy Ghost. Bring everybody you can to church Sunday. It's going to be an amazing time. You don't want to miss that. And then somebody say November 2nd. What is important about November 2nd? Well, November 2nd is one week from this Wednesday. And what November 2nd is, is that this church has had such an incredible uh, spurt and, and, and revival and growth that we have realized that one class of abundant life is not enough to keep up every, every uh, session. And so in between the beginning and the end of every class, we've just got too many people that are ready to get going and get started that we don't want to delay. And so starting November 2nd, we will begin a brand new abundant life class. 
that will be running simultaneously with the other class. They are staggered. And so if you are currently in the Abundant Life class with Sister Hurd, who is doing such an amazing job as the director of our Abundant Living class and series, you will remain in her class and on task just as normal. But for all of those who have been waiting to begin your Abundant Life class and get started, you don't have to wait for that class to end. You can get started in just a week and a half and it's going to be an incredible time. Uh, our instructor for that class will be none other than Pastor Trevor Sloss. Amen. And it's going to, be, going to be incredible. So if you are interested in abundant living and you've been waiting for the opportunity, maybe waiting for that class to end, wait no longer. If you want to just see Pastor Trevor Sloss, where are you at, Bubba? Uh, raise your hand. And uh, see him immediately after service today. He can start getting you connected and enrolled for November 2nd. It's going to be a great, great time. Amen, somebody. Anybody thankful for that kind of revival? Would you stand to your feet this morning all over the house as we hasten to the word of the Lord? Amen. I'm excited this morning because uh, over this weekend as I was contemplating uh, services today and what the Lord wanted to do, I, I felt impressed uh, about a couple of things and uh, I felt like the Lord wanted to use some of the vessels in this house and so this morning, I am so excited uh, because our very own uh, Brother David Stewart is going to be bringing the word of the Lord to us in this place. And uh, this is an incredible man of God. Amen. Amen. And uh, not only does he serve as uh, the director of the Sunday Express which is our transportation ministry, but he is a powerfully anointed preacher of the word. Amen. And I have no doubt in my mind uh, that God has anointed him uh, for this service today. I am excited about what God's going to do in this place. Did anybody come expecting something great from God in this sanctuary today? One more time, would you lift your hands and your voice? all across this sanctuary. Come on, if you came with expectation in your spirit, lift up your hands, lift up your voice, and give God a praise as Brother Stewart comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us this morning. Can we just lift our voice for the next few moments? Come on, all over this house. Am I the only one that felt that in the building today? Come on, there's something special inside this house today. Come on, there's an anointing here that will break the yoke. There's an anointing here that can get your marriage back on track. There's an anointing here that can subdue scattering spirits. I'm so very thankful to be in the house of the Lord today. I'm just glad to be here. Look at your neighbor. Tell him I'm still here. Now, now you, you said it like you had it easy these last few weeks. 
Now, somebody that knows what I'm talking about, say, I'm still here. Come on, the devil didn't want you to be here. He tried to take you out. He tried to steal your joy. He's tried to take your peace. But devil, I got a mandate from heaven. I'm still here. Come on, if you feel it this morning, uh, if there's something rolling on the inside of you uh, that says, yeah, I've got some scars uh, and I've had some trouble, uh, but devil, uh, I'm still uh, here. Woo! Does anybody feel power uh, in the house this morning? Uh, Does anybody feel uh, liberty uh, and victory uh, in the Holy Ghost uh, this morning? Uh, Clap uh, your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't say this lightly. There is something here. Somebody's leaving this service change this morning. I don't know what you brought in this place. I don't know what you've been praying. But God has met you this morning. Does anybody believe it uh, that I have finally met my match uh, and I called on his name, uh, Jehovah Jireh? I need you, uh, Jesus. Oh, I feel it. I'm still here. I just feel it in my bones. I'm still here. You wanted me gone. You tried to take me out. You fought me tooth and nail. Devil, I got news for you. I'm still here. I'm still here whether you like it. I'm still here whether you try me next week. I'm not leaving. I am here. Woo! There's something supernatural in this building. Come on, I don't know what you came to do this morning. I'm not here to play games with any devil. I came to get my victory back. I came to leave with dominion. I came to leave with power. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, call on his name. Come on, there's power in his name. I hate to disappoint you. I ain't got a sermon this morning. I'm sorry. I can tell you the hype is real in this place. But I ain't got no sermon. I've got a word from God for the people in this building. I don't know what you've been going through. I don't know what you've been praying about. But God has spoke to me for you for this hour. Clap your hands if you've got some expectation in your spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I just feel it. Boy, he tried to take me out. I said he wanted me gone. He can't stand my anointing. Uh, He can't stand that I'm submitted uh, to my leadership. I'm still here. Scars and all, I'm still here. 
With the knives in my back, I'm still here. With the blood dripping down my back, I'm still here. Devil, if you thought you could kill me, you should have done it when I was vulnerable. I'm in the house of God uh, with my man of God uh, and my woman of God. Yeah, that's all right. Somebody feels their liberty in this place. You might as well just take about 15 seconds uh, and go ahead and put a praise uh, on what God's about to do for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let it go. Everything that he stole from you, why don't you just put a praise on it for 10 seconds? Now, y'all better settle down. See, because God's been speaking to me. And he told me what you've been going through. And you ain't supposed to be acting like that. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. I said those little imps, uh, those demons, those isms and schisms in the body, uh, they've been dragging you down all week. Uh, and for some reason, you still got your joy. If you believe that God is still the way, the truth, and the light, and no matter what form it's coming against you, no matter what weapon is coming against you, if you believe that God is still king, God is still on the throne, God has me. It's explosive in this house. You do what you do. I'm going to preach, and I'm going to let God take over. Is that okay? I didn't bring a pretty sermon. I just got a word from God, if that's all right. Clap your hands one more time if you're excited and thankful to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Come on, is there a fervency in your spirit that you maybe took some shots uh, this week from the adversary, but you got something in your spirit right now that says, devil, if that's all you have, devil, if that's all you got, I've got more where inside of me. I'm still here. I'm still here. I said he thought he had me. He wanted me dead. Baby, I'm still here. Come on, they spoke against my name. They fought against my character. The devil attacked me, but guess what? I'm still standing. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 12 in verse 5, the Bible said, If thou hast run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee, then how canst thou contend with the horses? 
I'm going to repeat it one more time in case you were still trying to find it. If thou hast run with the footman and you done got tired. I said, if you ran with the footman and you done got a little exhausted. The Bible says, how can thou contend with the horses? Come on, with the help of the Holy Ghost, with every hand lifted. Come on, there's victory in this house. I said, there's victory in this house. I don't know what you've been fighting against. I don't care what devil you left at that door out there. There's something greater inside of you. There's something greater inside of this building that's bigger than anything that you're battling. You may be seated if you help me to preach in Jesus' name. I'm thankful for my elders. Is anybody thankful for your elders in the house? Come on, is anybody really thankful for your elders? Any pillars uh, in God's body that's unwavering? Come on, they're ever faithful. They don't change. They're a prayer warrior. They're a present help. They're interceding on. Come on, does anybody in the house really have a, a love for God's people that he's entrusted this house with? I'm thankful for my elders. The word that God has given me, and I'm holding my title for a few moments, I'm going to try and give you perspective as to where you are. If I have ever in my life felt that I have heard from God and God has spoke to me, it is this word right here. I have never felt this so strong in my life. I've battled with a lot of sermons when God gave this to me. It was like putting a ribeye in front of a bulldog. I said, God, whenever you're ready, you just let the chain loose. I said, I'm ready to swim in demon blood this morning. I'm not afraid of no devil. I'm not afraid of anything that's in this world. I've got the Holy Ghost working for me. I'm thankful for my elders. I'm thankful for my forefathers. I'm thankful for the generations that have gone before me. If the generation before us and some of our elders would be honest right now, they'd tell you that when they were younger that the world has almost gotten unrecognizable from what they knew as sin. I said back in the 50s and the 60s, they was having issues with women having long hair. And they, they actually, I just studied it. It was actually a national issue when women started to cut their hair. They had alcohol was now starting to have commercials. And if you look at to where we have progressed today, I'm going to give you perspective as to what you've been going through. I'm thankful for our elders, but if the elders would testify, they would tell you, you're fighting stuff we never fought with. Come on, we're just going to be honest in the house. Now's not the time to put up a facade and act like you have everything together. I said the stuff we're battling today is as worse as it's ever been. And the Bible says it's only going to get Worse. Our elders have fought. They've pulled the line. They drew the line in the sand. 
But if they would talk to you, they'd say, I don't, I don't understand what's happening right now. I don't under, we cannot comprehend the level, the gross, the gross amount of sin that is so grotesque. It's no longer hidden behind a door. It's no longer put aside inside of a certain building. And it's not just on our street corners anymore, but it's around every single shadow that you look at. Sin is no longer afraid to rear its ugly head, but it is in our face and more prevalent than ever. The enemies of our forefathers, they look different from what we battle today. 1 Timothy 4 and 1, the Bible starts to give us clear instruction on what we are going through. I said the Bible starts to talk to us very plainly about what's happening in this day and hour. 1 Timothy 4 and 1 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. Can I tell you, if there's ever been preachers that are working for the devil, I said, now's the day and hour. Hey, can I tell you that you better stay underneath your anointing. You better stay rooted in wherever God has planted you. You better be very careful when another preacher that is preaching a doctrine that is different from what your bishop is preaching and you give ear to that word. He said, the Spirit speaketh expressly this is not just a normal warning this is not just something that they casually this is, this comes with deep expression this is a a highly a highly sought after or highly the, the word that's coming is with conviction the word that's coming is with emotion it says that the latter times some shall depart and they are giving heed to seducing spirits. Second Timothy chapter three. We're gonna understand where we are. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud. We all know these scriptures. We know the sin that is being named. But if we're not careful, we'll understand and we start to think that maybe these sins are the same sins that's always been around. It's the same level. That's not what your Bible says. The Bible says that they will, they will wax worse and worse. And they will get worse and worse. This is not the same hour that your grandmother was praying about uh, whenever she had issues in her life. This is not the same sin uh, that your grandparents were praying over that they were living in on a day-to-day -day basis. 2 Timothy 3 and 4 says that, go to verse 3, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, and that word incontinent means without self-control. If we've ever lived in a day and hour 
where people have no self-control. If we've ever had a moment, in, and I'm not just talking to, if you're struggling with sin, I'm talking to some Holy Ghost-filled people. I'm talking to some preachers. There's some moments where we get behind the pulpit and we start to feel liberty. Can I tell you that you better be under submission and mandates from God? Now's not the time to be incontinent. Now's not the time to be careless and lack of self-control. Can I tell you that Lack of self-control is a direct reflection of consecration. I'm going to say it again. Lack of self-control is a direct reflection of your inside walk with God. When nobody's around you, nobody sees you. Preacher, you have an obligation to do some things behind closed doors when nobody's watching said it's incontinent they lack self-control having a form of godliness but denying the power there from such turn away for of this sort are they which creep into houses can I tell you that the first avenue the devil likes to choose is not on the pew I said the first avenue that the devil really likes to start talking to you is in your living room. He said they creep into your house. You better be careful when we allow certain things in our living rooms, in our homes. The Bible says uh, you let them creep right on in there. Your antennas went off and your Holy Ghost was saying, uh, this don't feel right. Something's uh, not right, but we sit. I'm going somewhere. He said, they creep into these houses and lead captive silly women. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. If you're looking for somebody to follow after, just check and see if they are proceeding any further. I said if they're stagnant, things aren't right, come on. If there's something in their life that you're, that's not sitting right with you, if there's something uh, they're telling you how to live, but it goes against what the church is preaching, uh, it goes against what your man of God uh, is preaching, uh, can I tell you that that's how the devil leads people captive? I'm going to preach in a moment. Now, just say it with me. Dropping down to verse 12. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. This has been taught. I just feel in the Holy Ghost, I'm going to recover this ground if that's okay. Everybody has bad days. I said it doesn't matter who you are, 
where you go to church, there's some things. The Bible says that the rain, it rains on the just and the unjust. The godly even experience persecution. And when you walk in anointing and you walk in faith and you walk in submission, you experience persecution more than anyone. You ain't hearing what I'm preaching. I said, it's okay. It's easy for us to tell ourselves we're having a bad day. Bishop was preaching about being anti-fragile. That's a mindset change. That's telling your atmosphere that it's not going to change you, but I'm going to create my own atmosphere. Devil, you can come against me and mine and come in my house, but I'm coming and I'm changing the dynamic. I'm changing my atmosphere. Verse 13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. All I'm trying to tell you, church, is that the demons that we fought 30 years ago, if you're not careful to understand where you're positioned at in the kingdom of God, you'll start to believe that you're not good enough to fight this fight. I said, you'll start to believe that the devil is using you and God's not using you. That you're getting picked on and you got scabs and scrapes and scars because you're not strong enough than the generation before you. But can I just tell you that you are strong enough. You are in the kingdom for a time such as this. I'm about to help somebody. I said, we all got scars I'm going to stop right here. We all got scars. Some of us come in this house, and I felt it about four weeks ago. I've never seen it like this before. I've never been in a church service before where this happened to me. Bishop was preaching, and I was standing right here in the front. And it's almost like I had an out-of-body experience, and everybody... Saints, it don't matter, new convert, whoever you are, everybody's standing up front. And the Holy Ghost had fell. In the vast majority, God showed me you had bullet holes and wounds all through you. You, you, you were shouting and you're claiming the victory. God showed me the vulnerability of where you're at, and it crushed me. There's things you've experienced in your life. There's scars that you carry with you that should have paralyzed you. I'm just going to preach that. I said, you shouldn't even be able to stand up with what you done been through. People have taken advantage of you. You got scars uh, riddled all through your past. Uh, and you're asking God, I'm no greater than the ones before me. I'm here to tell you, you're not fighting normal demons. Uh, I'm telling you people what I'm preaching about this morning. Uh, this title is the horses uh, are here. The footmen are not here. The generation before us fought uh, the footmen. I can 
tell you this is not a normal battle. The horses are here. The horses are here. You're not contending with normal demons. You're not contending with normal revival. You're contending with the horses. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Uh, The stuff you've been going through for this revival, uh, this end time push uh, in the Holy Ghost, uh, God's trying uh, to push this through, uh, and you're sitting there. You're sitting there and you're saying, I'm not good enough. I'm preaching to somebody right now. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Uh, You've been telling yourself, uh, I done fell over and over again. I've done fell again. I've done fell again. I have failed again. Can I just preach uh, to somebody in the Holy Ghost? Uh, You need to get a boldness on inside of you uh, that says, uh, I'm not contending with the footman. Uh, Devil, I'm fighting the horseman. Come on, I'm going to keep preaching until you get it. It is not normal what you went through. It is not normal what you've been fighting. It is not normal what is coming into your home. The devil's been fighting you tooth and nail. Come on. If we be vulnerable with ourselves for a minute, the last few weeks there has been unprecedented spiritual warfare. I must be the only one in the house. I'm telling you it's unprecedented. All I'm here for is a mouthpiece for God that says, baby, this is it. It's not normal. You aren't fighting normal demons. But guess what? Baby, I'm still here. I've been fighting the horsemen, and I'm still here. Those people that took advantage of you, I feel this so strong in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you now, the reason why it's so heavy for you to carry it around, and I feel it right now, is because God never intended for you to carry it in the first place. I'm trying to give you a key to peace back in your life. If you find an altar and say, devil, I'm tired of the lies that you've been selling me. I'm not normal. My grandparents fought demons, but I'm fighting the horsemen. Upon this generation, the ends of the earth, baby, you are able. Some of you still sitting. That's okay. Some of you still don't get it. The stuff you're fighting, and I feel it back here. The stuff you're fighting is not intended for you to do it in your flesh. Sitting on the edge of your bed, crying yourself to sleep, uh, telling yourself I'm not good enough, uh, contemplating suicide, uh, contemplating quitting the... I'll preach it down every aisle. This is not normal times. This is not normal. You are not fighting your grandparents' demons. I'm telling you, the horses are here. The horses are here. The horses are here. Yeah, it's breaking loose. I feel it. Clap your hands and pray. Come on. Come on, somebody's leaving this house uh, with victory. Somebody's leaving uh, that baggage you've been carrying around uh, right here at this altar.
I prayed for God to allow me to feel what you're feeling. And can I tell you that it almost, it's almost consuming. The Holy Ghost is here right now. There's a special anointing in this place. If you got scars in your past, if you got some baggage that you shouldn't be carrying around, God has met you in this service. Do I have any elders that can contend with me that says this is not a normal hour? Come on, church. Come on, elders. This is not sin like we've ever seen it before. This is not demons like we've ever seen it before. This spiritual activity is not like we've ever seen it before. Come on, we'll have a prayer meeting right in the middle of the service. God's trying to reach for you before you slip away from his hand. Come on, church, pray. Come on, God will wreck this service right now. I could care less about finishing this. God's reaching for some people that have been battling with supernatural demons and spiritual warfare. God is pulling you. Come on, mama. Come on, mama. Where are you at? Intercessor, where are you at? Come on, there's some people bleeding on the pew. There's some people bleeding in the altar. I'm telling you, the horses are here. Come on, I'm telling you, the horses are here. No, it's not a coincidence. The level of stress that you feel, the level of resistance that you feel, can I tell you the only thing that subdues the horses? I got a word for this church. I got a word for this church. Let me tell you how to subdue the horses. God spoke to me. He said, I'm going to do it like I did when they came out of Egypt. It's about to sweep through this place. I said, God's spirit's about to sweep through this place. Come on, you're about to get delivered. Come on, are you tired of living with the same old demons that are studying gnawing on you? Come on, is anybody tired of being subject to, to the devices of this generation in this devil? God said, I'm going to let them pass on dry ground. Hear me, church. The way you contend with horses is in deep water. I'm trying to tell you that prayer that you used to pray, now I lay me down to sleep. Baby, that ain't working for the horses. All I'm telling you, that may have worked for the footmen. Y'all don't even hear me. That prayer works for the footmen, but I, you can't pray that no more. I said God's going to use the deep water. God's going to use the deep water. God's going to use the deep water. 
You know why there's so much power in this house? I think it's all hinged off a of Thursday night prayer. You can't make me believe any different. The deep, the deep calls unto deep. Don't quench this right here. Hold on. Y'all, no, don't, don't quench. God's trying to do it right now. Some of you are resisting God's spirit right now because you have the, the spirit, the spirit that has got on you of depression, it has its claws inside you right now. And you're fighting everything and you can right now under the sound of my voice to break through in the Holy Ghost. You know why you're battling like that? Because even the demons know. Hey, I'm telling you right now in the Holy Ghost, uh, demons can't survive deep water. Demons can't survive the deep water. Baby, you may walk on dry, on dry ground like I walk, but when God brings the deep water, when God brings a deep move of the Holy Ghost, when God brings a deep move of the Spirit, you have to flee. I'll get my victory in the middle of the preaching. I'll get my victory in the middle of a song. Who is dealing with these demons? God has sent a preacher this morning to tell you you're not weak. You're not feeble. Your demons are different. Woo, I feel that in the Holy Ghost. You're not weak. You're not fragile. You're strong. You know, some of y'all need to say it. Uh, I'm strong. Uh, I'm strong. Uh, I'm strong. Can I tell somebody that's been fighting with the horses today? You hear me. You're an unexpected survivor. You're an unexpected. He didn't expect you to live. He didn't expect you to survive. He fully expects you to live in depression. He fully expects you to stay bound in chains and fetters. But can I tell you this morning, there's a spirit in this house that can break every single chain. I'm a survivor. Come on, I'm a survivor. I wasn't expected to make it. The stuff I went through, I was never supposed to go through. Baby, it should have killed me. But I am here. I am here. I am here. Come on, I know it's not a pretty sermon, but God's trying to wreck your life with his presence. God's trying to knock you into a realm of dominion. Okay, you need more. Okay, you need more. Okay. Unexpected survivor. Baby, I never should have lived to tell about it. 
Come on, I can tell you the scars on my back. I should be paralyzed by fear. I should be, I shouldn't be able to walk into this church. But God's got something inside of me that says I am able. Church, he's here. He's here. He's here. Are you contending with the horses or the footmen? Come on, there's supernatural warfare taking place in your life. It's not a coincidence. That's okay. That's okay. I'm going to preach this until every person is out of their pew, so get ready. There is no quit option. There is no quit option. Baby, I got a word for the devil right now. I'll take my last breath on the front lines. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, I will draw my last breath on the front lines. I will die on the front lines. Why? I know I'm not contending with the footmen. Can I just tell somebody something? You need to start saying this right now. Devil, you can't make me quit. Devil, you can't make me quit. I wish you would uh, try to make uh, me quit. Uh, why? I've got revelation that I'm not fighting with normal demons. Uh, I'm in the end times. Uh, I am in something that is bigger than me. Uh, spiritual warfare. Come on, he's here right now. I said it's sweeping through this room right now. There's a wave of deep water that if you'll get in the deep water, God will kill the horsemen. God will kill the horsemen. Baby, horses can't tread water for a long time. Get in the deep water. Get in the deep water. I got to tell somebody, devil, you should have killed me while you had the chance. Yeah, I got scars on my back, and I shouldn't be here, but I'm contending with the horsemen. Okay. You hear me right now. You keep praying, but you hear me right now. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. I'm about to get in your Kool-Aid real quick. I said possession's nine-tenths of the law. I'm going to say it again. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. So whoever is in possession of it owns it. Something's about to break loose in this place. Come on, something's about to break loose in this place. Possession's nine-tenths, and whoever has possession owns it. I got one question for you. Who's got your peace right now? I said, who's got your peace right now? 
Come on, if you're not in possession of your peace, uh, that means the devil owns you. The devil owns your peace. Uh, the devil owns your joy. Uh, I can tell you what needs to happen. Uh, you need to get to this altar and say, devil, uh, I'm not leaving uh, until it's mine again. And guess what? Uh, I'm not asking for it. Uh, I'm taking it. Some of you still ain't got it. I'm not asking the devil for permission. I'm not asking it. It was never his to begin with. Devil, I'm not leaving this house until I got my joy back. I'm not leaving until I got my peace back. Come on, God's about to do something for you. It's not the will of God for a child of God to sit on their bed and writhe in agony and being tortured by the horsemen. That's not the will of God. Come on, I feel a boldness in the Holy Ghost. You're a child of God. You have anointing. It is not the will of God for you to be battled and taken advantage of. Come on, that's no, it's, it's breaking loose right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't want you to stop praying. I want you to hear this last thing I got to say, and I'm getting out the way because I want God to work. Let me tell you about Satan's greatest prison. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. You may not believe it. Let me tell you about Satan's greatest prison. Some of you believe that that addiction you've been battling, that's, that's the devil's prison for you. Some of you believe that the, the failed marriage and the failed relationships, that's just, that's just the devil's prison. I'm locked in this prison. My family's my family has set up residency inside the prison because all my family has addiction. All my family has failed to relate. I have all these scars and all this baggage because that's what God meant for me. You know what Satan's greatest prison is? Your mind. I thought I'd get a few more hand claps. Because when you got the revelation that Satan, you can talk to me all you want, but you don't possess this right here. Satan, you can bring some things against me, but you don't have ownership of this right here. Yeah, I may have a bad day, and the devil may kick me in my teeth, but devil, you don't take residency in my mind. I'm not a prisoner in my own mind. Some of you need to get that right now. Come on, some of you need to get that right now. The devil ain't got no chains on your wrist. You hear what I'm saying this morning? Yeah, the horses are here. Yeah, the horses are here. But baby, you ain't got no chains on your ankles, uh, no chains on your wrist. Uh, the only prisoner you're a part of uh, is in your own mind. I see it right now. I see it right now. 
That's where it's at. I hit it. I hit it. Okay. I hit it. Yeah, because it's easy to believe when you got anointing that you can take dominion over anything, huh? It's easy to believe that at the sound of his name, uh, demons tremble. But there's only one person that can unlock the door up here. That's okay. I'll come down here. I said there is only one person responsible for the state of your mind. And I'm not telling you that what you didn't feel was real. Yeah, it was real. You experienced stuff nobody ever should have to feel. But I will be strong in my mind. Devil, you can't take possession of me. Come on, somebody needs to pray. Come on, somebody needs to pray. You've been contending with the horses. You've been fighting with some supernatural demons. You need to get your victory back. You need to get your peace back. You need to take dominion over your family. Come on, God's trying to do it right now. Come on, God's trying to do it right now. Come on, I wanted to preach something else, but God uh, is drawing to somebody uh, in this house uh, that has been battling uh, and battling uh, and battling uh, and battling. Come on, enough is enough. That's it, that's your word right there. I just felt it shift in the Holy Ghost. That's your word. Uh, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Come on, I'm not interested in pretty church. I'm not interested in you not messing your clothes up and you looking pretty. You trying not to get your suit all messy. Come on. Nobody's beside you when them demons are battling you. Nobody's beside you when you're at home struggling with your thoughts and your mind. I want everybody in this building everybody's preached everybody's dealt with what i'm preaching about come on everybody's experienced this at some point in their life come on when the enemy comes in like a flood do i have any elders that can get behind me and pray with some people come on supernatural supernatural warfare i want you to find somebody to pray with Come on, I want us to bind together in the deep water. I want us to bind together in the deep water. Come on, God's reaching for some people. God's reaching for some people. God's reaching for some people. The horses are here. The horses are here. The horses are here. Come on, church. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Come on, I got to pray different. Come on, I got to press. I've got to press. I've got to press. I've got to press. I've got to press.
Come on. Come on. Come on, church. Come on, the water's getting deep. The horses are here. That's it. That's it. That's it. Come on, intercessors. Come on, intercessors. Come on, can you pray? Come on, show us how to swim in the deep water. Come on, elder. Show them how to fight in the deep water. Come on, do I got a wife in here whose husband ain't living right? But you know what it's like to sit on the edge of your bed and pray while he's sleeping. Why? 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 Because the horses are here. Come on. The horses are here. Come on, mama. Let your babies hear you pray. Come on, daddy. Show them how to fight in the deep water. Shallows, get out of the shallows. 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 Get out of the sh
Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on. I'm going deeper. 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 Come on. Come on, I'm preaching the horses are here. I'm preaching the horses are here. Come on, church. Come on, church. A deeper level. A deeper level. A deeper level. I can tell you why the horses are still alive. We're too shallow. Come on. We're too shallow. We're too shallow. Deeper, 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 deeper. dominion back somebody's getting their peace back yeah